from the rugged desert outside Yuma, Arizona. This is Outpost Outspoken. Outpost Outspoken is the official podcast of U.S. Army Yuma Proving Ground, which conducts natural environment testing of military equipment in Arizona, Alaska, and the tropics. Hello, I'm Mark Schauer. In more than 30 years as a civilian at Yuma Proving Ground, Marine Corps veteran Jeff Tater has touched multiple facets of the Proving Ground's mission, from serving as a gunner on combat vehicles to directing the mission's plans and operations division. He's also devoted countless volunteer hours in the Yuma community. Where were you when you first heard about Yuma Proving Ground? Oh, up in 29 Palms, California. Serving in the Marine Corps? Yeah, serving in the Marine Corps. A gentleman that I had served in the Marine Corps with over in Okinawa in 29 Palms came down here in uh, 1990 and made a call up there. Anybody getting out to come down here? So I came down here in October of 91 and interviewed and then got hired in February of 92. And you started out target maintenance? Yep, target maintenance. Yeah, we just gotten all the, the Soviet vehicles in, no manuals. No parts, and so I had to assemble a team to um, maintain and also put those things back together. And over the years, you eventually became division chief over there. Oh uh, yeah, within the maintenance division. Yeah, I turned over to civil service in 2000. Started out as a gunner, and then um, worked myself up to be the division chief over the maintenance division, and then came over um, in a staff role in 2000. During the push with Lean Six Sigma, were you involved with that? I was. I was the first black belt trained and certified here at YPG. So I did all that training, and then um, I actually developed the surface danger zone display as part of my black belt certification, which we're still using today, or parts of it today. And from there, you ended up director of plans and operations. Yeah, within the, within the directorate. Yeah, I had different supervisory leadership roles um, within the directorate, and yeah, ended up being the director of plans and ops. And over the years, you've had an awful lot of involvement in the Yuma community as a whole. Not just you, but it's a family affair, your wife, too. Yeah, wife and kids will go serve um, down at the mission for Thanksgiving, uh, do different things for the Humane Society, Arizona Children's Association. Um, we'll pack bags and boxes at the food bank. Uh, do just a lot of different stuff like that within the community. Um, community always needs um, people and time. Like it's one thing to throw money at a problem, but in a lot of t- times they have assets or goods they need moved or packaged, and so they need people to do that. And so it's important for me to do that and for the kids to understand that it's, it's, it's one asset you can't take back is time and just need to give it in the community. And I think of things like Salvation Army, United Way. Yep, all of them. Not all, not all the ones in Yuma. There's, there's a ton of nonprofits in Yuma, but yeah, we try to try, try to hit the major ones that, that do outreach, Christmas outreach, um, things like that, back to school outreach. Yeah. Do you, do you think investing your time is more valuable than your money? Absolutely, absolutely. You can't get you. You meet people um, from all over the place. Uh, you develop friendships, relationships um, that you'd never have by just doing volunteer work. You know, you sit at school or if you're at church or whatever, you have the same group of people, whereas when you start doing volunteers, it's people from all over the place. I mean, you've been around. Do you think the volunteer spirit's stronger in Yuma than the average community of this size? Yes, absolutely. 
Like, is there anything in particular that impresses you that stands out in your mind? I, I think nowadays the nice part is is social media. So a lot of the volunteer, the people that volunteer, will ask for their particular um, interest, and then you can go and volunteer with them and and, and join again. Just just different people. You, unbelievably, you've been a Yuma proving ground for more than three decades now. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> You expect you're going to stay around a little bit longer? Oh, yeah, probably uh, seven years until um, I'm 60 or 62, somewhere in that time frame. And you're still active in the community? Yes, sir. All the way? Yeah, and when I retire, I'll be even more active. I'll pick up, get on, sit on some of these boards of directors and stuff like that and really kind of pick up the nonprofit stuff. Hey, Jeff Taylor, it's really good talking with you today. Thanks, Mark. Welcome back to Outpost Outspoken. I'm your host for this segment, Anna Henderson. I have said it before and I will say it again, Yuma Proving Ground employees are extraordinary. We are sticking with the theme of volunteering today, and in this segment I talk with Adam Ganum. He works for the Directorate of Public Works, and on his off time he volunteers with the Yuma County Search and Rescue Team. Welcome, Adam. Thanks for having me. Adam, first let's talk about your day job. What's your role with the Directorate of Public Works at YPG as a general engineer? My background is mechanical engineering. Got this job about six months ago. Anything to do with base readiness, essentially. So anything from water lines, HVAC, concrete, things like that, and just making sure the base is kind of up to speed and and operating so we can support the mission. I'm sure you're really busy this week with all the rain. Yeah, yeah, we've been getting calls here and there, you know. So you mentioned you've been with YPG for six months. What brought you here? Yeah, actually, I was, I was living up in uh, Portland, Oregon, um, working in the private sector as a mechanical engineer. And then uh, my wife, she got orders. She's an active duty Marine. So she got orders to MCAS Yuma. And she was like, hey, you want to move to the desert? And I was like, absolutely. Yeah, I was getting tired of Oregon. And uh, we, we made it down here. Okay, now on your off time, you volunteer with the Yuma County Sheriff's Office Search and Rescue. How did you get involved with that? I grew up in Ohio. When I was living in Ohio, I used to volunteer with the city Hudson on their volunteer EMS team. So I got my EMTB, basic EMT, and I used to work on the ambulance, things like that. So when I moved to Oregon, it was during COVID time, so there wasn't really a lot of opportunity to volunteer in roles like that. And then when we moved down here, I kind of just reached out to the different areas and, and saw what was available. So, you know, I've Love hiking, love being outdoors, love being in the desert, and search and rescue just seemed like a good fit. And in Yuma, like you mentioned, the terrain is so diverse. I mean, we have water, desert, the mountains, the sand dunes. So there's actually a lot that I'm sure that keeps the search and rescue teams busy. So you started volunteering many years ago, and then with the Yuma search and rescue team, how long have you been with them? Yeah, about a year. So we moved here about a year and a half ago. Um, kind of the onboarding process and background checks and all of that take uh, take about six months. And then um, it's been about about a year. What qualifications do you need as a volunteer? Yeah, so just starting out, you know, um, obviously it helps to be in like fit shape and, uh, you know, enjoy the outdoors, things like that. Uh, you know, anything with experience outside and camping, hiking, um, you know, climbing is a plus. But you know, we have ongoing training and things like that that, uh, you know, the county will help pay for and uh, and get you up to speed. So really just just a want to help and volunteer. And there's many roles throughout 
throughout the search and rescue team to support it. Right. Tell me about some of the different roles and then also some of the missions that you've been a part of. My background is in kind of rope rescue and setting up kind of high angle rescue stuff. So that's kind of what I like to do and and kind of uh, a little bit of train the trainer. So we get to teach a lot of the police who are supporting the mission how to you know, build an anchor, uh, essentially at the end of the day, just how to stay safe on ropes and and things like that. But, you know, there's tracking, there's, uh, you know, just planning, um, any kind of the support roles where you're, you know, you're getting people out in the desert and you're trying to figure out, okay, this is the last place we saw this person, where, where would they likely be to go? And where are the locations of some of your missions? I'm imagining the desert, maybe Telegraph Pass, the water ways like the lake and river? You know, Yuma is kind of an interesting, uh, Yuma County specifically is interesting because, you know, we have kind of the urban place like within the city, but then we have, you know, mountains, we got the desert and because of the kind of extreme environment and some of the population so that you have anything from people who just kind of get in too deep and they're stuck out in the desert, or you have people who maybe are struggling with issues with dementia and, and wander, you know, so those are things where, we really try to um, use the terrain to kind of assume, okay, this person may have dementia, they're wandering, they're probably not going to go to the top of Telegraph Pass, right? So let's check low-lying areas, you know, under bridges, culverts, things like that. Um, but then you also have experienced hunters, you know, who maybe are out. Uh, we had one guy who, a uh, very experienced motorcycle rider, and he had just gone down this trail and kind of back into the, the Kofa Refuge. And um, he had fallen and broken his leg, you know, so he wasn't able to kind of egress himself. You know, luckily his family knew, hey, he went down one of these trails. So we were able to work with La Paz to, to locate him after I think it was two days and he was fine. Wow. My family and I had the experience where we went on our off-road vehicle to hike uh, Gestures Peak. Yep. Well, somebody was going in um one of those little four by four, but it's a car without realizing how narrow it was. Yeah. And then he kind of got his car kind of fell to the side. And I saw the search and rescue team there helping get him back on the road. And you think you're going to go out for a, a simple hike and it turns into a search and rescue situation. So we're definitely happy that there's volunteers like you that do this. Tell me a little bit about the benefits of having organizations working together for these types of missions and how that benefits the community. I think with the Yuma specifically, it's an interesting place because we're kind of nestled within, um, we, we're a border town, so we have Department of Homeland Security, we have the Marine Base, we have YPG. So there's a lot of um, kind of knowledge about this area and, and ways that we can kind of work together and foster those relationships to uh, help bring some of these searches to a close quickly. You know, YPG is obviously very aware of what's going on the range. The Marines are very aware um, from an aerial perspective. And then Department of Homeland Security is is uh, constantly, you know, kind of patrolling those areas like south of us. So when I think when you get the groups together and you're able to kind of build off of those things together, uh, you can you can really be an effective force, even though, you know, we're not a huge search and rescue team like Phoenix or, or you know, some of the California teams. You can still be pretty effective if you leverage some of those relationships. And we still have the same type of dangers yep. with our with our terrain, maybe even more because of those waterways. Well, Adam, is there anything else that you wanted to add about your time here at YPG and also your um, volunteering? Yeah, it's a great place. You know, you run into some people who either love Yuma or hate Yuma, but we've been really enjoying it. Yeah, I think in any any way people want to volunteer, you know, there's all sorts of options. So I'd, I'd encourage people to just go out and try to try to see what's there and, and what can spark their interest. 
Definitely. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you for what your wife does as a Marine, what you are doing here at YPG for our soldiers and community, and also what you're doing for Yuma County. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. This has been Outpost Outspoken. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time from the forefront of Army Transformation.